I told it. Oh, it's too late. And their portals open up all around the world and shit. The aliens is real. They jumping out the portals, but they don't really do nothing. They just wanna just wanna live on Earth. They want a better quality of life. I saw I see that playing out in my head. Joining the space force. 2019. I, I'm advocating for hand jobs too, ladies. So y'all need to get back on that. That's. If you confused, you're looking like, what does that mean? The hand jobs is like when you, oh, I'll fuck that joke all the way up. <laughs> HJs is how it was supposed to start. Let me, let me go back. HJs is what I'm a- advocating for. An HJ is a hand job. There we go. Now we're back on track. An HJ, yes. Hashtag 2019 HJs. Because like women ain't giving them out no more. And I'm a guy who likes a good hand job. I don't like it with spit because spit dries up really quick and now you're just starting to fire. It's like, cut that bitch out. That, no, I don't want that. That's ridiculous. Use some nice lube or a, a, a water-based uh, lube or some oil, some baby oil preferably because it gives it a nice little smell in the, in the, in the session, you know? <laughs> Keep some napkins on hand because it's going to be a lot of it, baby. It's going to be a lot. Just be ready for that. Goes everywhere. Plus in 2019, fellas, we making noise during sex, right? That's what we doing now? That's what I'm doing. Fuck yeah, like the women do. I'm, I'm loud as shit. Like, oh, Keisha! I'm yelling the girl name. Oh! Waking up the neighbors and shit. Um, I'm going I'm to leave with this. Um, a lot of women don't like, uh, a lot of women get mad at me because I use the word bitch a lot. And, um... I don't know why, because it's like, bitch doesn't necessarily only apply to women. Men get called bitch, too. Bitch is non-binary, because if you fucking stub your toe on a table, you like, bitch, and then you knock the table over to prove it's a bitch. If you late to work, you like, ah, bitch, I'm late. That was a terrible way to end this. But I'm going to end it anyway. You guys have been great. I've been worm. Appreciate the time. Worm Jones, everybody, give him a hand job. <laughs> okay, next up, uh, please give it up for Denise. Oh, I don't know how I got myself into this mess. Um, I want to bounce back off of thank you for not pissing while um, people are working on their set. I have noticed that a lot of people are not washing their hands and I don't have a dick, but just saying, and I'm touching the mic too. (laughs) I don't really care, but just an observation. Um, Anyways, um, I wore this skirt specifically today so that if my jokes suck, you can just stare at my leg. Because, I mean, it's kind of fun to watch your guys' expressions, too. I get a lot of weird ones. Um, Give a look type of thing. Uh, I've started giving looks to guys who try to incorporate my fake leg into um, their lines. So, and... um, kind of scares them off a little bit. So it's kind of a back and forth thing. It's nice. Um, And then, uh, I mean, I had one guy today tell me to look up Mickey Avalon and um, his wife is in a few of his um, music videos. And uh, kind of the way he said it was 
his wife is missing a leg so she's got this spring shit going on down there and uh she's in one of his music videos and when you see her she's just like fuck this shit i'm gonna be a stripper and i wasn't sure if i should be offended or encouraged by that but kind of gave him the look and moved on with my life um yeah um I also don't know what Trump is doing in office today. I've kind of become a little bit more passive about it. I used to be all gung-ho and, you know, protective and posting shit on Facebook. Now I'm kind of like, you have um, a bunch of women coming into office now. I'm kind of wondering how you're going to grab all of their pussies. <laughs> um, uh I am also a cancer survivor, and um, a lot of people say cancer survivors are heroes. Um, yeah, if it's the X-Men mutant kind, because um, uh, I went through chemo and I have acquired some unwanted powers. Um, I mean, if you lined up the X-Men and you know you had Wolverine, and he's kind of like, I can slice them and dice them like Benihana. And then you have Rogue, and she's like, I can suck the life out of you like your spouse. And then there's uh, Professor X, who's like, I can make you think things you never thought you could. That's try to say that 10 times fast. Um, and <laughs> so uh, mine is basically. So there's that. And um, so, I mean, if you had them all and you kind of asked them, like, what did they do with Magneto? Um, well, you have Wolverine, and he's kind of like, uh, I never thought I'd be attracted to a man like I am. Because if you read the comic books, he's metal, and uh, Magneto is basically one big giant magnet. Um, it's funnier if you have to explain it. <laughs> and then uh, there's Rogue. Um, he didn't really have a life that I could suck out of him. And then um, Professor X, I could not change his mind. Um, and then, well, for me, basically, one night stand and I finished him off with a Dutch oven. <laughs> um, that's kind of all I have tonight. <laughs> so. <laughs> okay, thank you, Denise. It's pretty good. Lightening things up a bit. Okay. Uh, your next comedian has been doing comedy longer than he'd like. <laughs> Please give it up for Roman Leo. Thank you, David. David Stolowitz, you can always find him lurking around the corners of uh, Muni Radio, just waving a knife at people and stuff. Uh, it was fun. I hope that's a prop, David. That was you're very frightening when you're angry at the other people that work or uh, share time at the radio station. <laughs> All right, my job here is done. Uh, is that, it's not quite a roach yet. <laughs> I feel like Ernest uh, 
is too poor to afford a roach clip. <laughs> uh, I laughed into the microphone. That's weird. Um, fell off a lime scooter uh, this week. Anybody else? Oakland, man, big problem. I, I asked an audience of people, and 20% had fallen off lime scooters. And what I learned is, is you can't like be all cool and try to ride it like you're on a snowboard. You have to like have your feet like turn like this. You can't do like the both in the same direction because if you go this way and then look that way, you're <laughs> you ever feel your hand like flying or sliding across asphalt? It's, it was it was intense. I have like a nice boo boo on my elbow. You know, like one of those like skin your knees in uh, the '70s kind of things. Do millennials still skin their knees, or they just they just sit? I'm just, you know, I wonder. It's got to be interesting to be a millennial. They, like, grew up without the fear of eggs, you know? Like, man, eggs were evil back in my day. They'll just kill, kill you. But uh, I just, I, I seriously, I eat eggs now, and I'm like, I wonder what it's like to just eat eggs without any kind of guilt. I, I feel like I'm going to have a stroke every time I eat an egg or maybe some bacon. I've been thinking about it a lot recently because my roommate, I asked him, he says he eats nine eggs a day. He's like 115 pounds, five foot six. And I'm like, dude, they, you're fucking out of your mind. They haven't even tried this on a person in your weight class. Like there's no experiment. <laughs> they haven't tried nine eggs on somebody your size, you know, like I live with roommates, uh, man, one of them, uh, fucking smoke spliffs in the fucking living room with the door open and the heat on. I'm like, just walk six feet. Like he thought that like leaving the, I don't know, it's just, it's too, it's too much. I was like, could you just smoke outside? So that he just like leaves the heat on with the door open. He's like like halfway in and out, like watching TV. And uh, I haven't really painted an exact picture there, but it's cause I'm so frustrated with the, like my living room bedroom or the bedroom off the living room. It's like all the clothes in my closet smell like spliffs. I'm like, it's paper and tobacco in the house, that's a cigarette. I don't care if it's 90% marijuana. You know what I mean? Like cigarettes outdoors, fucking smoke a bowl inside. Um, all right, we got glue traps, cause there's mice. <laughs> fucking mouse gets caught in the glue trap. My roommate Kevin gets caught in the glue trap. <laughs> I'm like, how are you gonna fucking have social change if you can't fucking kill a mouse without it's tough. You have to get angry and then drown the thing after it gets <laughs> tear up for about 30 seconds. Reminded of my humanity, right? I'm like empathetic, but I still kill it. You know what I mean? Like, is that what it, um, I'm talking about right now? I don't know. Um, I'm a horrible procrastinator. Uh, but I guess, I don't know. There's gotta be like some evolutionary advantage to procrastinating, you know? Like my mom procrastinated on that abortion, so I'm here. <laughs> uh, ever see those when magicians do the trick with that fucking handkerchiefs? It keeps coming and fuck coming, and people are like, "Oh shit, all those handkerchiefs," you know? Chiefs, handkerchiefs, chiefs. I'm just like, what, you've never seen like a roll of toilet paper before? Why is this so <laughs> like <laughs> fucking amazing? Worm was talking about jacking off. And then I swear you walked outside right after your set to go jack off. Was that what? 
<laughs> you ever just start talking about jacking off and then... <laughs> You've all been to Starbucks. They let you alone in that bathroom. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> you wash your ass while you're fucking jacking off. I don't know. That's why one of the main reasons I still live indoors is like I don't have to have to want to cl- have to clean my ass shitting outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like otherwise it'd be really chill in California just live in one of those vans like all the other comedians, you know? Um, but you gotta fucking wash your ass. That's too much. I'm like I'm gonna stay indoors, be an indoor comic. <laughs> I dated this girl with no uh, uh, sense of smell one time. She's an anosmic. She had anosmia. And uh, when you have no sense of smell, you just think that uh, farts are just a funny sound. She'd be, I'd be like, I'll just, and then you, I got too comfortable. I was just like farting everywhere because she didn't, she didn't give a fuck. Be like 19th Street Bart and fucking just let one rip, you know? I don't like that fucking Bart attendant anyway. Always like, glaring at me while I fucking stealing Bart, you know, like, and, uh, she's like, what did it, she's laughing and she's like, what did it smell like? And I was like, diarrhea. And then she just fucking, she fell out. She was on the floor of the fucking bar station. Just, you know, cause she thinks diarrhea is just a funny liquid. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't understand <laughs> what the smell is. So just around the house, around the house, I'll just be like, you know, you, the, I saw uh, somebody was ta- uh, post at a post about like not trusting a fart and it was like a shart or something or whatever. Like, you know, like people, they make fun of your face. They're like, you look like you just didn't trust a, f- or trusted the wrong fart. That's what it was. But I'll just pull my pants down and just like, I'd rather clean up the floor than a pair of underwear. You know what I mean? All right, you guys. <laughs> Roman Leo, everybody. Sharting his way to success. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about the knife. It's largely ceremonial. <laughs> Chances are I just bring it to a gunfight anyway, so we're good. Next up, we have a headliner. Please give it up for Bryce Drusen. I finally arrived, guys. Hell yeah. Yeah. I went to a desert uh, music festival but I don't do drugs. It's a fucking sucked. Right, like only place you can drink a whole bottle of whiskey and still be the most sober person there. <laughs> right? I'm trying to like booze my way to catch up with people's ayahuasca spirit journeys, flying on a coyote to the Milky Way. Right? My drunk spirit journey, just driving an hour looking for gas station hot dogs. <laughs> right? Like their nirvana is fucking all living things are united by love. And like my nirvana is finding the gas station and realizing that they also have chimichangas. It's like, fuck, just everything's coming to me. Man, I uh, I feel things got all autobiographical at this show. Like Worms last like two minutes talking about hand jobs. It was just, he was just talking about like sex, sexual preferences. It was like the baby oil uh, just smells good. And then Roman talking about... Uh, crushing at the 19th fucking street BART station with his girlfriend. That's like the best set he's had in three years. Like, <laughs> okay, I'll get autobiographical. I just got invited to my janitor's wedding. Yeah. Fuck yeah, right? Not my janitor, like the office floor janitor, but you know, 
fucking you realize for like a guilt ridden white liberal like fucking invited to fucking G- hispanic janitor's wedding that's like oh like i'm i'm almost an ally <laughs> like i think if i get invited to his quinceanera uh, that i think i'm officially ally status that is you know but you can't call your if you call yourself an ally like you're you're done you need someone you need a brown person to bestow that title on you, right? It's like you declare you're like I'm king. Like <laughs> no, you need to get crowned by the king, right? You need to get that fucking put on you. So I don't know. I'm you know, I'm I'm, I'm fucking I'm trying. I'm trying. Like uh this is a good sign. Uh the cleaning lady that comes by the my cubicle, um she fucking talks shit about the other cubicle workers with me, right? Like, that's how you learn who the assholes are at work, right? You get the cleaning crew talking to you. Because, you know, you're fucking, they're not going to be, like, you know, total dicks to you, right? If they're like, oh, this is my social fucking spider web work network. I need to fucking climb my way up. But it's fucking, you know, but to the fucking cleaning people, they'll be, they'll be the genuine selves. Fucking Kathy, fucking two rows over, cubicle fucking C493, Guess what she did? She fucking narked on the cleaning lady because when she came in on the morning, is that is am I that bad that that's the light I get? <laughs> Holy shit! No, so fucking Kathy, she narked on the cleaning lady, called her manager because Kathy gets there in the morning, and guess what? The cookie crumbs she fucking spilled all over her cubicle floor were still there. She thought the fucking cleaning lady should have vacuumed it. I'm like, Kathy, what, you're not in fucking kindergarten anymore. Fucking cleaning lady, she's not your fucking teacher paid to fucking wipe the spilt milk off your fucking bib. Fucking God, you know? Anyway. Um, so, <laughs> man, uh, you ever go to like a park on a Sunday and like you see it's just like full of Mexicans and like they're just spending all day barbecuing tacos and playing soccer with their families, right? And, like that's a sign Mexicans aren't assimilating, right? Because like they haven't adopted the American custom of hating their families, <laughs> right? Like. Like, Mexicans have such close families that they know the names of all of their relatives. Like, that's un-American, right? Like, here, the only surefire way to remember a relative's name is if they molested you. That's a guarantee. I told that joke once, and someone was like, hey, how'd you know all those people in the park were Mexicans? And I was like, fuck. So I have to retell it. Um, so like, you ever go to a park and see it's full of Mexicans or Guatemalans or Nicaraguans or pretty sure I saw Papusa, so Salvadorians, you know. I think that's how that goes. You ever get a fucking, you ever get a Papusa to the face? Who was talking about getting a burrito to the head? The fucking teacher, yeah. Papusa, fucking throw a Papusa in someone's face like a pie. That'll fucking get there, fucking, I don't know. I just thought of that when he was talking about burrito. I was thinking, like, Hispanic food items to the fucking... And I like papusas. Papusas are the shit. Um, let's be honest, guys. We got a... Uh, everyone's racist. Uh, and so, and some, in some extent, right? And we all have, like, our uh, racial fear uh, hierarchy, 
right? Like, like who are we least afraid of? Who are we most afraid of? And so this is, I'm a doughy white guy, so I'll tell you the doughy white guy racial fear hierarchy. All right, on the bottom, it's uh, other doughy white guys, right? We can't karma fly even if we wanted to. Uh, that's why we have to have guns when we want to do damage, right? That's <laughs> the official. Uh, the next up is Asians, like, you know, unless they're Vietnamese. Like, Vietnamese are in gangs and stuff. It's working. Uh, then we got uh, white guys in affliction T-shirts. Like, they could be a little, all right? And then we got Vietnamese, all right? Then we got uh, bikers and black dudes, all right? Then we got Tongans. Right, and finally we got a 52-year-old white guy in a suit, because I'm pretty sure that's my boss. Like, I think, I think that's my boss. Man, I got, I got, a, I got a white dad, uh, and you know he's been watching fucking basketball for like 30 years. But anytime they say like a player who has like you know an African American name, he just can't help himself. He's always like, he's like. LeBron, hmm, LeBron, you know. Oh, Deshante, Deshante. You got to admit, those are kind of strange names. And I'm like, Dad, like, you don't think if I somehow, like, got on TV, there wouldn't be some black dad being like, Bryce? (laughs) Bryce? What the fuck? All right, guys, that's my time. Thank you very much. Bryce Struzan, everybody. Good stuff. Okay, next up to bat is Marcus Howard. Give him a hand. All right, you guys. uh, First off, let's address the elephant in the room. Uh, I'm not a part of a new edition cover band, okay? Um, (laughs) Just want to get that out of the way. Uh, So comics, our brains work a little bit differently than normal people. Uh, Our brains work in a weird way. I found that out over the Christmas holiday. Uh, I was hanging out with my mom, right? And she's telling me like this really horrific story of a family friend who got into this car accident. Someone had ended up T-boning their car, the car flipped over, they went to the hospital, and when they woke up, they were paralyzed. And I started laughing, like it was bad. It was to the point where I had to like cover my mouth to pretend like I wasn't laughing. And the reason I was laughing so hard was because all I could think in that moment while she was telling me that story was how ironic it was that this dude got T-boned and instead of becoming a steak, he turned into a vegetable. Uh, yeah, um, I've got this ex, uh, she's, she's kind of like a boomerang that's way too good at like its job. She just keeps coming back. I like to call her my, uh, cancer tumor, but like she's benign now, so she's not dangerous anymore. But like every time she comes back, I'm like, oh shit, is this going to be the one that kills me? (laughs) Um, but yeah, um, you know, whenever we get out of a relationship, we always like to feel like we're going to do better than our ex, right? You know, um, I'm currently losing that war. Uh, I found this out because, uh, my ex, we broke up about a year ago we had, we did basic relationship stuff, moved in, got a joint bank account. When we broke up, uh, I never took my name off of that bank account. So now every time I log into my bank account, I have a physical number representation of how much better she's doing than me. And it does not feel great. Like, uh, I logged into my bank account the other day, had 200 in my account, she had 2,000 in hers. And it made me feel real bad. So I talked to one of my friends about it, and he was like, oh, come on, man, like, how much better could she be doing than you? And exactly 10 times better, that's how much better she was doing, okay? Uh, It's real fucked up. 
Um, my, I live with a housemate right now, and she's really superstitious. Uh, she's really afraid of like things like demons and vampires and all kinds of other bullshit. And we were talking the other day, and I was trying to like convince her why this stuff isn't scary, because supernatural entities, they're too easy to beat. Like demons, right? To keep a demon out of your house, you put salt around your doorway. To, if you're possessed by a demon, you throw holy water on them, which is just salt water. So uh, basically, demons have the same nemesis as the black community, just like high cholesterol. Um, <laughs> and then uh, vampires, you know, vampires, they have to be invited into your house, so they can't like just break in and attack you. So basically, you can just treat a vampire the same way that you treat like a family member you hate, where you're like, hey, can I come in? No, you can't, fuck you. Um, then also like vampires are too easy to beat, you know, like to wh the way you kill a vampire is a stake to the heart, right? Guess what else dies from a stake to the heart? Literally every living thing ever, okay? <laughs> like, that shit's not special. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was hooking up with a girl once uh, recently, and uh, she said that I fucked like a stallion, which is not a good compliment. For one, I knew she was lying because, yeah, I might fuck like a stallion, but like I fuck like a stallion that's on its way to the glue factory, you know? Um, <laughs> And then also, it's not really that great of a compliment because I, during my summers, I actually spent time on a farm and I've seen a stallion fuck. And their stroke game is weak, you guys. Like straight up, like this is how a stallion fucks. They do like three strokes and then they're done. It's like this, pap, 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 and then they go. And then they walk away like they just murdered it. They're like, I just murdered this horse pussy sea biscuit out, baby. <laughs> oh, that's dumb. That was a dumb joke, guys. Uh, I moved recently, and um, I forgot how expensive moving can be sometimes. And so, like, by the time it was all said and done, I was broke. And, like, have you guys ever been so broke that you uh, involuntarily become a vegetarian till payday? Or, like, you know that you hit financial rock bottom once you start visiting family members that you hate just to get that free meal? Um, that's where my life is at right now, and it doesn't feel very good. I was out in Oakland recently doing a show, and someone had broken into my car. And uh, I knew a crackhead had broken into my car because like I had money in the car and uh, shoes. They didn't steal any of those. Do you guys want to know what they stole from me? They stole a box of condoms and a bottle of cologne, okay? So I like to tell myself that I actually didn't get robbed. I just helped a crackhead out with date night. Um, yeah. All right, let's see. What else do I want to do? Oh, uh, so, you know, New Year's resolutions are coming around, and uh, I'm pretty fat right now. Uh, let's just say it, I am. And uh, it, it's, it's dangerous being fat, you know, because uh, I'm not even talking about like for heart health or anything like that. Like the other day I was walking down the street and this Japanese dude shot at me with a, a harpoon gun and was just like, well, wars, bitch. And uh, it, I was very scared. Okay, uh, one more, one more, one more. One more, one more. Uh, I, was at a, uh, I was at a party recently and uh, someone had offered me crack for the first time which uh, I was offended about it because crack is a skinny man's drug and I'm a husky guy, you know? Like, you know, good night on crack, you run around, you punch an old lady, steal somebody's TV, that's a good night on crack. Like, why would you offer crack to a guy who looks like his body is sponsored by weed and Doritos? And then, uh, but I do like the term husky, uh, mainly because like, husky is basically the world now telling you that you classify as an Arctic wolfhound. <laughs> Um, yeah, huskies are beasts of burden that train like year round to carry a man across a frozen wasteland, and now that's me for some reason. Um, but I do like the term husky because uh, 
Uh, fuck, I messed that up. <sighs> oh, when you're fat, you know, people start referring to you as like modes of transportation, big as a blimp, husky, built like a truck. So uh, basically when you're fat, you become a transformer and it's amazing, you guys. All right, that's been my time. Marcus Howard, everybody, not falling through the cracks. Okay, next up is Graham Gowley. Give him a hand. For the record, Marcus fucks like a donkey. Compliment or insult, you figure that one out. You ever have that experience where you just, you see someone and you've, you feel guilty because you've completely forgotten that they existed? And it's like, oh shit, I know you. Dwat, it's good to see you, man. I have not seen you so long. <laughs> oh. I forget I'm at mutiny. No, dreams come to die. Oh, uh, like you don't fucking know. Uh, David, Ernest and I were entrusted with a message for you from Charity. We all know Charity. All right, I'm quoting. Uh, David, I love you. I love that you're hosting the mic. I'm sorry I can't be there. I'm sorry for the things I said while I was high. And that money you owe me, please give it to Graham. It's charity, but pay up. <laughs> I don't know why, but she likes you. She's just being nice. I just went back to work. I was on, I was on disability for a while. Well, it's, all right. 2018 was kind of a hell year, right? I don't know what happened in the news, but I was getting sober, and that sucked. <laughs> so I, w I went back to work, and this woman walks up to me, and she's like, hi, it's good to see you. I'm like, good, nice to meet you. This is uh, how big of a drug problem I had. She goes, no, no, it's me, your manager. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I still didn't recognize her. It was, I mostly worked from home. Oh God, I, I just realized my cubicle is just like one headstone in a graveyard. You ever have that experience? How many people have here, how many people, how many of you have worked in cubicles? Ernest raised his hand, I'm confused by that. All right, seriously? <laughs> Hold on, I wanna hear this. Oh my God. I'm going to buy you a beer just to hear those stories. <laughs> I have the impression that we're like being a cubicle, you know, you, you've got voices all around you on like four sides and they all want to lean over and give you their opinion. Is this what it's like to be schizophrenic? <laughs> I mean, I, I try to empathize. You guys ever see those losers that have to look at their phones? Oh yeah, I've been doing this thing at open mics. I call it open mic cliche bingo. Uh, we hit up, we hit all the marks tonight. Got sad white dude. You're welcome. <laughs> sad white dude's dick, Roman. Burning man is lame. Bryce, he hit the trifecta. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised how many open mics that works at too. So I have a friend who's a, a sex educator and 
apparently there's this thing like some women like to call men daddy in bed and like she's explained to me it's not a thing about incest it's about like power exchange someone like it and apparently a lot of dudes get weirded out by it and their their argument is usually something like this don't call me and daddy in bed i don't call you mommy in bed now take off your bra so i can put my mouth on your nipple <laughs> the double thing so I, I honestly did get clean and sober, and it is the most miserable <laughs> experience of my life. It's, it's more expensive. I have to be awake for all of it. But I spend all my time in bars, and so yeah, I don't drink anymore, or I'm not supposed to drink anymore. Here's the thing. My doctor gives me this one drug, because like, I was I had a touch of the crazy. And uh, he says, you can't have alcohol in this drug. It has a potentiating effect. So I'm going to drop out and explain that one to me. Now, what the doctor said was it makes alcohol twice as potent. What I heard was it makes getting drunk half as expensive. <laughs> it's important when you're unemployed. Home business isn't quite taken off the way you thought it would. If anyone wants to buy a scented candle. Was that a no? <laughs> the other night I was at a, at, a, at a bar in San Francisco. This dude starts raising his voice. He's getting really offended. Apparently another man was coming on to him saying, this is not a gay bar. It's not a gay bar. You can't do that here. This is not a gay bar. Now, I kind of think that any bar becomes a gay bar once a dude offers to blow you. I see you, David. The fuck did I just say? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, I got kicked out of the bar. I'm almost out of time. All right, so I'm seeing this new woman, and she's lovely. A lot of fun, you know, we, we talk about everything. She has this one thing. She thinks that making eye contact during sex is the same thing as saying, I love you. And apparently we're not there yet. Which means anytime we're in bed together, she won't let me like turn around. <laughs> Keeps my face buried in the pillow. I think I'm in love, but I don't know how to tell her. Maybe right across my shoulders. Yeah, that one really hit the mark, didn't it? <laughs> Thanks, you guys. This was fun. Graham Galloway, everybody. Give charity, my love. Respect's important, right? And uh, it's great to be loved, but in a pinch, fear will do as well. And with that in mind, I'd like you to remember, please to donate 2 to $5 to support Mutiny Radio. Over by the piano, you'll find a lovely water bottle. If you wish to make water cooler jokes, that's the place to do it. Just drop off some money on the way. Help us pay the exorbitant, ridiculous rent. That keeps this place in business. Okay, your next comedian is Ernest Evangelista. Give him a hand. Hey guys, how you guys doing? I just donated a dollar, and there's a there's a bunch of weed in that dollar. Cause I was trying to roll some weed in a dollar. And then I spilled it on the floor. 
And then I just left it in the dollar because there's no garbage here. Hey, guys, how are you guys doing? Cool. How was your 2019, 18? Uh, how was your year? Was it good? Um, you guys look like you have a lot of goals you want to accomplish this year. No? Okay. You guys look like you gave up on life this year. <laughs> Me too. I'm probably going to die this year. Um, because of my main goal, which I want to accomplish this year, which is to murder the President of the United States. Who's with me? No? You guys? Oh, no. Um, honestly, the reason why, it's not just his policies, it's because mainly who eats steak well done with ketchup on top. That's disgusting. That's it's gross. Who does that? Exactly, exactly. Um, but honestly, I shouldn't complain. Um, uh, I blame myself for Donald Trump become president, mainly because I took acid on election night that year, and then I voted, and then um, took acid, and now we're living in a really evil nightmare that I created. Um, I discovered that. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? You guys related to any murderers in your life? No? My uncle's a murderer. Uh, his name is Booch Bellica. He was voted number nine most notorious gangster in the Philippines. Like the rapper Tay-K, he killed a person at the age of 16 and went to jail for life uh, and then found God in jail. This is why I believe in God. And then got out of jail because he was pardoned by the president of the Philippines and then became a pastor, and then he got me free Pacquiao fight tickets. It was really cool. I watched Morales 2 and Bradley 2 in Vegas. And then he started killing more uh, people because he works for the president of the Philippines now. I don't know if you're up with your vice news, but currently he has his drug war against all drug addicts and drug dealers in the Philippines. Basically, I can't go home to the Philippines because my uncle's going to murder me. You ever have an uncle want to murder you? No? It's cool, though. Um, also, that's why I'm kind of related to the Filipino version of the Trump administration. Because I know that sort of corruption. Okay, you guys don't want to hear about that. So, I'm a father, guys. I have a kid. You don't believe me? It's cool. I have a, a baby. He's a biracial baby. He's half black, half Filipino. Originally, I would name two Pacquiao. Two Pacquiao. Okay. Um, you guys, what's the most embarrassing thing you did this year? You, you ever took a shit in a diaper? I took a shit in a diaper. Let me explain. I'm a father, so I was taking my kid out trick-or-treating on Halloween. And I was uh, before that, I ate really bad curry. Not as bad as curry was last night in the game, but I was eating bad curry. And you ever had to take a shit, like, right away? Like, you're just like, oh, crap, I'm about to explode. All this, like, diarrhea. So I ran to the rental car that I had, and then I left my kid with my baby mama, who was talking to some dude. And then I ran over, grabbed the diapers, because I had the shit right there, and I was trying to figure out how to close the lights of the rental car, because it's not my car. And then, you guys remember the I Love Lucy episode where she's trying to stop all the chocolates from coming out? 
Imagine that with me, but trying to stop all the poop from coming out and like catching in a di- in a diaper. Uh, so basically, I'm like squatting down and trying to figure it out, and then like I shit into a pair of diapers. I shit into seven different pairs of diapers that day, and then I had to ditch it in the El Polo Loco bag that I came with, and then I continued to take my kid out trick or treating, and then the first house I didn't give my kid any candy. Uh, he was like, oh, we're not doing trick-or-treating tonight. He was like, bitch, trick-or-treat this. And I threw a bag of diaper shit in his face. And that was my Halloween, guys. Uh, what else I want to talk about? You ever got mistaken for a lesbian before? <laughs> All this, the first time I ever went to a bar when I was 21, I got mistaken for a lesbian. I was real excited. I was probably wearing this. Um... And then she was like, oh, she bought me a drink, and we were just talking. And then I don't know, she was like, wait a minute, are you a dude? I'm like, I thought she was flirting. I was like, yeah, I'm a dude. And she's like, oh, I thought you were like a butchy Asian chick. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I masturbated that night. All right, you guys have a good night. Ernest Evangelista, everybody. And if you're tired of masturbating this new year, then we have lots of open spots here at Mutiny Radio for your own podcast. For only $100 a month, you can get four to five two-hour podcasts. You know, you can have live entertainment here in the studio, uh, promote your things online, music, comedy, juggling, just no mimes. They're creepy, right? Um, you know, give Pam an email at pamsadai at hotmail.com or director at mutinyradio.fm for more details. Next up is Super G. Give him a hand. Keep forgetting which one's which. I'm uh, <clears throat> proud to say I was born in San Fran, but uh, originally I'm from my parents. Don't mean to brag. Well, yeah, I do. I have an excellent sex life. People keep telling me to go fuck myself. <laughs> uh, proud to say I'm a huge racist. Want me to tell you the races I can't stand the most? 100 yard dash. Two Mile Relay, and the Indy 500. I can't stand porn. I don't understand it. Uh, a couple years ago, I wanted to be a plumber, so I went to an adult bookstore because I'm an adult, and it's a bookstore. So I uh, asked the guy, you know, can I get a book on plumbing? He goes, go behind the curtain over there. It's a video. So I go, okay, cool. So I rented it, went home, Got some popcorn and soda and pen and paper. Getting ready to take some notes. And on the front, the guy was like, his clothes, he was like a tight uh, tank top, short shorts. He's wearing his tool belt and uh, his boots. Anyway, so I put it in and he's there to fix your dishwasher. Uh, He knocks on the door. She comes to the door in a skimpy outfit. I mean, it's her house. She can dress how she wants. But he comes in, uh, gets a couple tools out, starts tinkering with her dishwasher. Uh, next thing I know, he she pulls out his tool, starts tinkering with his tool. They go in the bedroom, start making out, having sex, and he leaves. 
going, what the hell, man? I'm trying to figure out how to do plumbing, and then I, I, that's why I don't understand porn. I'm there to do plumbing. It said plumbing on the front, but oh well. Um, I'm not Caucasian. I'm not a cock. I'm not Asian. I'm beige. So please respect my beigeness. I think I'm going to have a sex change operation. No, no, wait, no, wait, wait. Not a full one. I can't afford it. I got a discount, uh, half off coupon. Uh, the recovery time is only half as much. And if I want to get laid, I just do what people tell me to do, just go fuck myself. Um, had my first threesome last night as I was getting ready to masturbate with my right hand. My left hand joined in. Man, it was great for all three of us. I've had a bad, uh, bad um, uh, memory uh, from a, pretty much my whole life. From the day I was born to I was three days old, my parents and I left the hospital. I have no memory at all from those three days of my life. Pretty much the first four or five years of my life, just a blank. So I'm trying to figure, fix my memory. I've also had a bad uh, fainting spells. Around midnight, every night, I'm uh, watching TV or reading a book, and I pass out. Wake up about 7 in the morning. I don't know what happened. I had a good night's sleep, but I don't understand why I passed out. Every night, 7 hours, I'm trying to fix that, too. I just got my Ancestry.com results back. Found out that Jimi Hendrix is my dad. Janice Dobbins is my mom. I can't sing worse shit, but oh, we'll see how it goes. I love to volunteer, but uh, the pace sucks. Um, that's about it. To uh, quote the great philosopher Elvis Presley, thank you, thank you very much. Super G, everybody. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay. This guy looks like he's raring to go. What do you think? Can you handle it? Seven whole minutes in the spotlight. No pressure. All right, give it up for Dwight Ma, you guys. Hey, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, growing up, I uh, didn't have a lot of money, so I played with fire. Because all you needed was a little bit to get a whole lot. My motto, fire grows on trees. I love it. I had a bow and arrow too. You guys ever play with one of those? Running around the backyard, just long distance stabbing and everything? Hey, all that stabbing without all that walking? Yeah, count me in. Hey, you know that, that's what separates the heroes from the villains, right? Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers, they're all short distance stabbers. Robin Hood, Green Arrow, Cupid, they're all long distance stabbers. Hey, I don't think Cupid would look very cute if his weapon of choice was a butcher knife. <laughs> like, holy fuck. <laughs> Something wrong with this Greek god, right? Anyways, uh, now I'm, uh, I'm old. I'm like 20 years old or something like that. And uh, hey, all I do is gamble now. That's my only problem. My friends, they go, you got an addiction. I go, I know, but it's the only addiction where you can end up a winner. So, <laughs> so leave me out of it. Unless you can give me five bucks or something. I need to gamble. I can't wait to go to one of those meetings and be like, hey, I'm Dewat. I got a gambling addiction. I also have a mansion and a yacht. You guys are all welcome on my boat. 
I won the lotto, but I can't stop playing poker because I never studied math. Apparently, you got to do math in your head to be good at poker. Have you noticed that? I read that. I go, hey, if you, you want to be good at poker, you got to like do mathematics. I'm like, Ugh, fuck poker. <laughs> I'm going to blackjack. That's addition. That's all you got to do? Fuck yeah. That's all you got to do. Hey, you guys, uh, you guys potheads in there? No? No, you're not potheads? You got a beanie on. You got to smoke pot. What are you doing with a beanie on without smoking pot? You know, that's... I smoke pot. I smoke. Hey, uh, you know I'm old because I call it pot, but I smoke uh, weed. You guys ever stare at your hand and uh, and realize the body's just a big giant hand? Go, hey, four fingers and a thumb, four limbs and a head. I'm I'm a big giant hand. <laughs> I'm a huge hand, a 150 pound hand, a destructive hand. I could be used for good or I could be used for evil. But but I went to church when I was two years old, so I guess I'm good. But Hey, sometimes I look. Sometimes I look at my fingers. I don't like my pinky. He's useless. I pick up a glass and I know it's ah, oh, that fucker's not even participating. And then the cocaine bag comes out. He's the first one to dip in. I go, maybe that's why you're so skinny. You fuck. What are you doing? Hey, you put a wedding ring around the ring finger. He's behind bars. He can't do anything. You ever seen the shocker? Two in the pink, one in the stink. The thumb rubs the clitoris, but I notice you leave the ring finger out of it. And I go, of course, he's married. <laughs> leave him out of it. He can't come to Vegas. He's got a wife and kids. I know your daughter's only two years old. She sits on your lap. You can't have porn in your mind. You got that, right? Hey, too real? Hey, how about this one? Hey, the middle finger's uh, real, real uh, uh, rude, right? What a rude dude, right? And then the index finger is bossy, always telling you to come here and sit down and be quiet. And then they team up and they poke people in the eyes. <laughs> you go, what are you doing? We're at a party. Stop doing that. I'm going to put you away for a while. Can't do that stuff. The thumb, who cares? I, got, I smoke weed. I don't fucking do that. Hey, you know how some people like blue eyes and other people like green eyes? I like the white part. Anybody else? Has anybody else ever? Nobody has talked about this. I will be the first one to advocate for the whites. Okay. Hey, if I see mostly white, that means you're not looking at me and I can look at you, you know. Hey, nice dress. Nice hair. Nice. Oh, shit, brown eyes. Fuck. You know how some people can roll their eyes to the back of their heads and make it all white? I want to marry someone like that. Yeah. I'll be at a party. Hey, meet my wife. She's creepy. I like to read Stephen King and then look at her. <laughs> Would you like to join? We have a big house. We can play hide and go seek. It's very scary. Oh, no, that's scary stuff, but it's okay. You ever look in the mirror and think to yourself, hey, my head doesn't look right. I got two eyes, I got two ears, and two nostrils. What the hell is my other mouth? <laughs> I, I want to use one to eat and the other to talk. The guy goes, do you have bad breath? Yeah. And no. What are you going to do about it? You don't have a plan for that one, do you? I thwarted your Listerine. That's what I did. Saw this lady with a cane, and I thought, hey, if I ever needed a cane, I'm going to get one in the shape of a leg. And when it rains, I put a boot on it. Walk around town with it on, you know? And there'll be a bone sticking out on top, and then it'll be my handle. And there'll be a... a, a, a that's not all. It's going to be a, a secret compartment. The kneecap will lift up and inside a ball of aspirin. And when you open that up, Vicodin. And when you pop some in your mouth, just mints. 
no hey that one fell flat hey that one will not will no longer be told in uh 2019 it's it's gonna be a long year be a real long year anybody have a car in here i got a car i'm tired of people honking their horns at me i'm gonna get a bumper sticker that says how's my driving call this number and then put my number on it and then drive around like a maniac one of your drivers is swerving all over the road i know it's me shut up <laughs> you want a drink I, I, follow me i'll show you a crack house it's beautiful it has christmas lights on it and inside lives a man who looks like a scarecrow hey remember that time you guys laughed at my joke let's go back to that time Remember when we had a good time? Where did we go wrong? Was it the new material? Was that it? Did I try new material on you guys? Was that? I don't know. I don't know what the hell's going on. Oh, you know what? I was reading a book today. You know what they said? They said you can burn books, but you cannot burn ideas. I go, I know, but you can stab people in the head. Hey, Jesus, hey, Jesus is not going to come and take that knife out of your head. Only a boy with special powers who was King Arthur could remove the knife from your head. Hey, hey, this is a good workout. I feel like I did like 10 push-ups or something like that, right? Fuck, yeah. All I got to do now is feel like I, I did like 10 abs and that'd be all right. All right, guys, we had fun. We were okay. I was okay. I, I started all right, then I uh, I lapsed into my drunken haze, and I never got myself out. <laughs> hey, but it's all, hey, all right, all right, uh, uh, you guys are great. I'm going to give you guys each a dollar, but not Mutiny Radio. You guys don't deserve it, because you guys don't allow me to bring my methamphetamine in here, so. No? You just have to Thank be you. discreet about it like everyone else, sheesh. <laughs> all right, what my you guys? Okay, it is time for the lightning round. Comics that are still here. I will call you up in the order of your sets. I will throw out three random genres of comedy for you. See if you can produce a joke in each one. Mike Evans, are you still here? Mike is gone. Okay, Worm, how about you? Nope. All right, Denise? Well, you'll recognize them when I throw them out. Try it out. See how it goes. Denise, everybody. Oh, welcome back. Worm, do you want to go first or should she? Uh, let me go. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Absurd. Absurd is the word, and what am I supposed to make it funny? An absurd joke. An absurd joke. Okay. Uh, let's think. I already did my hand job joke, so let's not do that one. Uh, shit. Absurd. Fuck, I have nothing at all, actually. Uh, you know what's absurd, actually? You know what's absurd? Being in a relationship. That's what's absurd. <laughs> it's 2019, and I suggest all of you, if you are in a relationship or aspiring to be in one, just don't. Just fucking don't. If you uh, are in one right now, go home and just start a fight over nothing. Just fucking walk in and be like, you know what? I fucking hate cable. We switch into dish, and then fucking start ripping out the cords and shit and then she's when she's like what the fuck what's going on i thought you loved cable like no i fucking hate that shit and i fucking hate this place and i'm gone and then just ghost on her and ghost for like years just fucking never see her again for like years wait till she moves on 
And when she's getting married and shit, you show up again like, damn, I didn't even know it was that serious. I just went out to go get some milk. I didn't know you were trying to fucking start a family without me. That's fucked up. You're a rude bitch. <laughs> Does right. that work? That works. That works. All right. Okay. Physical. Physical. Uh, let's get physical. Again, back to relationships. That's the only... <laughs> That's the only reason people even get in relationships is because I want to have sex with somebody, but I don't want to catch a disease. So I'm going to get with somebody who I trust, but they probably still got a disease. That's the sad part at the, at the end of the day. You fall in love with this person. You wait like what's the, what's the 90 day rule for women? Wait 90 days, which is a ludicrous amount of time to have sex. That's 90 days. If you waiting that long to have sex, you you probably fucking somebody else. There's no way in hell that if you want to have sex, you're not having sex for three months. Like three solid months of no sex. I, I like hand jobs, but I don't like them that much. I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna give up some pussy for the, for a hand job. No sir. So physical. If you want to get physical with somebody, I say do it when you're not in a relationship. As a matter of fact, do it when you're in a relationship. Do it with somebody else besides the person you're with. That's that's how you do that. <laughs> I don't know. All right. I meant literally physical, but okay. <laughs> um, insult. Insult. Insult comedy. Uh, fuck. Uh, oh, um, something that's uh, insulting to me is always when it's always when I go to a show or something and the white comic there feels the need to uh, point out the fact there's been a lot of white people who are perf- performing and they say some shit like, don't worry, you guys. We got some uh, we got some people of color who are going to come up and tell some jokes pretty soon. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I don't need you to fucking uh, do that for me. I don't need you to say that there are people of color in the room that is almost as close to saying, don't worry, guys, there's blacks in here. Don't worry. There's the blacks in here, too. And that's a, that's a very, hey, it's fucking Kelly. How you doing? Not to get off of my joke real quick, but that's that's... That's insulting to me. It's like I already know that I'm black. I don't need you to announce it to the room. I want them to be shocked when I come up on stage. And I want to hear somebody in the back room go, oh, it's a it's a nigger. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and he's telling jokes. Oh, shit. All right. Good stuff, Worm. Thanks. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate it. Okay. Kelly just walked in. We're doing the lightning round here. Um... People already did their set, so you come up on stage, and I throw three comedy genres at you, and you try to do the style. The topic, I guess, is okay, but see if you can do the style. Uh, Denise, you're up. Yeah. Vaguely. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not funny. All right, first one, dark. Humor? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um... Dark. Oh, um, so when I go backpacking, uh, I really, I, I don't know, I guess this is dark. When I go backpacking, um, I really like to have my artificial limb because uh, if I just pop it off, it's like a camping chair. <laughs> so there's that. I don't, was that dark enough? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Observational. Observational. You mean like the one I did at the start of the show where people weren't washing their hands after the bathroom? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, just when I have to do the lightning round, a bunch of people just walked in the room. <laughs> There's that. Okay. Um, cerebral. Cerebral. When I think of the word cerebral, I think of the word placenta. I don't know why. Does that work? <laughs> Can you elaborate? Um, I don't know why. It just kind of pops into my head. I think it's some fucked up psychiatric thing, maybe, that when somebody says that word, that's what I think of. Okay, there's something there. Give her a hand, guys. <laughs> It's not easy, is it? I like this one. I haven't done it in a while. Okay, Roman, you still here? He left. Okay, Bryce, how about you? Bryce left. Marcus? All right, the next contender. Give him a hand. All right, let's do this. Okay. Uh, observational. Observational. Um, comics are literally the worst dressed people I've ever seen in my life. Like, it just, it's the dregs of society. Like, there's too many, one too many fedoras, um, like you, you've got a bum leg, worm just looks kind of like a hobo, uh, and you do actually look like you do methamphetamines. Uh, <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, sh uh, sh yeah, fuck it, yeah. Comics is dressed terribly, I don't know, we all hate ourselves. All right, nerdy. Dirty, oh. Nerdy. Okay, uh, dirty comedy, okay. Um, I think that like yeah, HD porn has gotten out of control uh, because like you know I was on board like with the uh, like 720p and 1080p, but now that porn is in 4K, it's a little too real. Like I was uh, I, I was watching porn the other day and I saw a mole on this girl's asshole and I was just concerned about her health. Like it restored my humanity for a moment. I was no longer a filthy freak. And I was just like, you know, like skin cancer is the number one killer of white people and you should go see a specialist. Uh, so yeah, that's my uh, dirty joke. Okay, I was trying to say another one. So, so see if you can get it this Nerdy. Nerdy, yes. oh, I'm a fucking huge nerd. Um, uh, I. I, I'm a I'm a nerd in a lot of ways. Um, when I was a kid growing up, like probably for the people that are listening, uh, you can't tell I am a black man, okay? And I got called Oreo all the time by all the other black kids because you know I liked X Men and comic books and shit like that. And um, one of my things is that like I don't know. There's a lot of really shitty superpowers out there, you know, um, like autism. Um, like autism is kind of like a superpower, but like one of the shitty ones, like you're not going to be able to save somebody from a burning building, but you know, you could tell me all the baseball stats from like 1972. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, uh, all right. That's kind of a nerdy joke. That was great, man. Give my hand. Thank you. Nicely done. Graham, you still here? Uh, I heard a, uh, I guess that could be Graham. Come on down, sir. Graham's gone? Okay. Oh, he was signaling. I wasn't sure whether it was virtue or vice. Uh, Ernest, you here? Come on down, sir. Okay. Character. Character. I'm going to be this character. 
Um, insult. Insult. Um, you're, uh, who should I insult? Um, fuck you. Fuck all of you. Well, I, I don't, yeah. I hate all of you guys. Um, yeah. I don't, yeah, I, I'm, hey, yeah, hate. Um, you guys are awful. <laughs> You need Listerine. Um, nobody is considerate um, anymore. Uh, yeah. All right. Clean. Clean. Oh shit. Uh, shoot. Um, clean comedy. So, um, yeah. Isn't it crazy? Um, the traffic in San Francisco, like, how crazy is the traffic, you know? Like, it's Uber drivers and, and scooters and, and Uber driving Lyft drivers and buses. Um, yeah, it's, it's a crazy traffic, you know? Like, how am I supposed to get around... San Francisco in my coach and buggy. Very nice, sir. Let's give him a hand. All right. All right. Super G, you still here, sir? Okay. Come on down. Your first one? No, I already left. Oh, you did? Improv. Can you say it in a sentence? No. Improv? Improv is trying to get this thing out. I was born the son of a sharecropper. No, uh, improv. Improv is trying to think of what to say to the word improv. I could do a song and dance about it. <laughs> that's that. That's it. Okay. Physical then. Physical. Can you put it in the sentence? Physical comedy. <laughs> Let's see it. I like doing physical drama. Physical comedy is uh, like some of the people that can, like John Ritter, when he can uh, fall over a chair and not get hurt. Physical comics. Um, I don't want to get too physical with that. Okay. Um... How about campy? Campy. That's a nickname I gave my uh, blow-up doll before she died. She popped. <laughs> That's not funny. She she was a good doll. <laughs> she gave good plastic. Um, 
I have a very quick-witted and very quick thinking, but when you get put on the spot, this spot right here, um, campy scampy, I can rhyme. I'm a rhymer. That's it. Okay, thanks. Super G. All right, Dwight, you're up. Hey, thank you. Props. Propped? Oh, look, hey, it's olive oil. I'm Bruto. Boom, boom, boom. All right. <laughs> hey, it's Popeye. Hey, it's my girl. What are you doing? Get away from her. <laughs> oh, we're going to fight over her. Hey, there's another prostitute over there. All right, fuck it. You're going to have her. <laughs> she has no tits. She has no ass. I think she's not even alive. All right, fuck it. I still like her. Puns. Puns? Hey, uh, puns. Um, hey, uh, you know, I look down on puns. That's what I do. I look down on anybody who does puns and they, they, uh, they, they like it. What, you know, what do I do? I punish them. Ah. <laughs> hey, I like puns now. I'm a, I'm a fan of puns. I fucking love puns. Uh, puns great. Uh, you know what's also great? The Great Wall of China. Is that a pun? Well, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Next. Uh, observational. Observational. Hey, that's my uh, forte. It's my forte. Hey, isn't it fascinating that we have two paths to laughter, jokes and tickling, the mind and the body? I want to tell somebody a funny joke and then tickle them and watch their nose bleed. <laughs> Johnny! Is that observational enough for you? Yeah, Bring that's pretty good. There. I'll kick his ass and I'll take his kids and <laughs> we'll go work on a marijuana farm. How, how about, how's that for observational, Seinfeld? Your kids are now with me and they're all potheads and they're working. 12 hours a day, their hands are hurting, but I'm a fucking good boss. How's that for, yeah, fine. What's the deal with human trafficking? Give him a hand. Was that three minutes? Hey, here's an observation. Said, here's an observation. I didn't say three that minutes. one and a half minutes. Okay. I said three genres. Oh, sorry. Okay. okay. Hey, here's an observation. I don't listen very well. <laughs> All right, you got it. Okay. Uh, Kelly, you here? Come on down, sir. Now, is, is Samantha here too yet? Okay. So, um, let me throw you three randoms, see how you do, and then you can go into your set. How's that sound? I'm gonna do horrible, but that's great. I don't have a set, so let's just do the random shit. Sure, let's go. Dark. Uh, dark, all right, yeah. Um, <clears throat> let me think, I, uh... Oh, here's a good one. Um, so I, I grew up in a fairly, like, uh lower class household you know like my parents were uh not the richest people you've ever seen you know uh but they did like to have fun where they were uh blue collar white nostril um you know there was a lot of there was a lot of partying in my house and uh fuck that's a, that's a, i don't what was this dark is that where i was going <laughs> my whole life is dark all right um fuck no that's it that's all i have yeah do you like macabre? I could do this. All right, here, let's do this. Um, kind of a cute story. Uh, when I was a kid, I was really enthusiastic about uh, like vampires and werewolves and like all that kind of fantasy shit. And um, you know, uh, like growing up, uh, as my mom likes to tell people, uh, I wanted to be a werewolf. You know, I was like, I was like, I'm gonna grow up. I'm gonna be a werewolf. Like a lot of people want to be a fireman. 
or a doctor. That's what I wanted to be. But one night when I was six, I was thinking about it. And in my weird logical brain, I was like, you know, werewolves, they can't really control themselves. And, you know, if I was going to be a werewolf, then I might not be able to control myself. And I, I might just murder my entire family. And then I, I start crying and I'm like crying in my bedroom. And my grandmother comes in to like tuck me in. She's like, what, what is going on? She's like, I don't want to kill you. I don't want to, I don't want to be a werewolf. She's like, you can't be a werewolf. That's not real. Go to bed, please. All right, what do you got next? Clean. Clean? Well, that's hard. <laughs> uh, what is it? Oh, fuck it. I don't have anything that's clean. Really? Um, hmm. What's clean? What's clean? Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I have talks about dicks or, or my obsessions with, uh, you know, weird porn, you know? So I'm going to pass. Can I pass on clean? Is that possible? Yeah, that's all, all right. right. Thank you. Okay. Character. Character. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, how much time do you have? Can we? <laughs> you have a few minutes. Go for it. All right. Yeah. So I just told the story earlier. Um, I'll give you the abbreviated version. Um, we have a lot of family, like everybody have family members that uh, should not get high, right? You know, we all have those people. Uh, my cousin Randy is a prime example of that. He is uh, phobic of everything that makes sense, you know? So uh, he calls me one day, like in a panic, and he's like, hey, cuz, uh, I got to tell you something, man. I really do. Uh, you need to watch out for the gays. I was like, like uh all right randy what the fuck are you talking about man my roommates are gay and he's like oh yeah yeah they're gay huh i was like yeah they're fabulous man you gotta really calm that shit down he's like fabulous huh see that's the language they want you to use they train you and they prepare you for what they have coming i was like what do they have coming he's like the revolution the gay revolution what the fuck are you talking about, man? My roommates are dancers, seriously. It's like, dancers? Do you know how close a plie is to a roundhouse kick? Too close for fucking comfort. That's what I say. It's like, Jesus, Randy, you gotta really calm down with these Ben Shapiro videos. What the fuck? And he's like, seriously, you're too far gone, man. You need to do what you can to survive. You're in the middle of a very gay sandwich. And, uh... You know, you're just going to have to uh, suck some dick, dock some cock. I know you're more, uh, it'd be somebody's twink. I know you're more of an otter, but, you know, if you wax, your, wax yourself down, oil yourself up, stretch your butthole out a bit, you'd be a twink in no time, you know? Uh, I'd rather see you be a bottom than see you at the bottom of the social pyramid. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I was like, I have no idea what the fuck you were saying. Seriously, that, I'm going to cut that short. All right, that's that joke in abbreviated form. All right. All right, sir. You got anything else for me? No? Do you want to do any of your set? Yeah, yeah, I'll do a couple things that I wanted to fuck around with. Uh, I already right. did the werewolf thing, so that's that's pretty much done. Um, see, my mom has uh, always been a really open-minded person, and uh, she likes to drink. I'll just get a minute. Um, we used to go out to uh, eat Mexican food a lot when I was growing up, and that was an excuse for margarita time for her. And uh, every time we would walk back from our experience at the Mexican restaurant, she would like to uh, share things that I never wanted to hear about anything about her personal life. And uh, one day we're walking back, and she uh, she like wants to make a confession to me. She says, you know, I just can't hide it from you anymore. I need to tell you. It's like me and your stepdad, we smoke weed. 
Like, oh, okay. And your cousin, he smokes weed. And your uncle also smokes weed. And your great aunt smokes weed. Uh, your second cousin by your aunt's side, she smokes weed. And your third cousin on your uncle's side, he also smokes weed. And your great great aunt, she actually sells us weed. Uh, anyway, you want to see me smoke a bowl? Fucking mind blown. Seriously. Yeah, you know, so and she always told me she's very you know, and I and I was like, weed is one thing, right? Weed is one thing. Uh and for like the first few years of high school I experimented a little bit and I did psychedelics. She was really into that. She was fine with that as well. And one day she asked me, she's like, So what kind of drugs have you done? And I was like, This is a trap. I was like, oh, well, you know, I smoke weed periodically and I do acid, but I wouldn't do anything else than that. It's not like I've ever done coke. I mean, that would be weird. And she's like, well, you know, coke's really not as bad as people make it out to be. And there's plenty of people who are in jail for coke and shouldn't be there. <laughs> of course, she was on coke when she was telling me this. So it makes a lot of sense that she would say that. But it totally revolutionized the rest of my high school experience, right? Totally changed me. Uh, you know, but what, what, what are you going to do? She... Um, she also had some very forward-thinking ideas about sex. Um, you know, mostly she's told me, uh, you should wait to give up your virginity until you find somebody that you really care about, you know, somebody that will love you. It'll mean more that way, uh, mainly because she had sex with a lot of random people growing up, so I understand why she would want to tell me that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. And then she threw this in for, you know, a little bonus. Uh, Doggy style offers the best penetration. And I was like... I did not need to know that. That was uh, whatever bonus you wanted to throw in there. Thanks, Mom. Maybe not make so much eye contact next time that you tell me that. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Thank you very much. My name is Kelly. It's been a pleasure. Kelly Evans, everybody. Okay. Samantha, are you up for some games? Yeah, I'm up for games. All right. Come on down. Samantha Gilwade, everybody. All right, I will throw out three genres. Just do your best to joke along. A genre, okay, yeah, for sure. Genre me. Okay, first one, storytelling. Oh, okay. Um, so how many of you guys ever been surprised by an emoji before? Like the realization of an emoji? I had a thing happen to me um, because of the peach emoji. Do you guys, do you know if it means... Do you, does it mean pussy to you? No, right. It means ass, doesn't it? Yeah, everybody here is on the ass team. Does anybody not know what I'm talking about? Okay, good. Well, I honestly thought it meant pussy because I grew up in the 90s. Fuck you guys, all right? And like, I didn't know the rear renaissance was upon us, all right? Like, and so wait, let me tell you guys a quick story. So I, ma I matched with this guy on Tinder, but we both get the flu at the same time. So as a way to bond, we play words with friends. You guys ever played that? It's like online Scrabble. Mommy word bucks, add me. All right, so like, I don't know if it was the universe or perverted programmer at Zynga, but shit got sexy in this game fast, guys. Like all of a sudden, I spelled the word sex, just like put it out there, sex. And then he spelled the word hard. And then I spelled the word wet. And then he spelled the word heat. It was a really low scoring game. <laughs> <laughs> but he realizes what's about to happen, right? And he's like, oh, I think I can spell ass. I'm like, dude, I'm about to come. And then he spells peach. <gasps> and I think, hey, 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 let's keep this sexy trainer going. And I message him, do you eat 
peach emoji question mark. <laughs> and he messages back, whoa, I love that you're into that. And I message back, why wouldn't I be into that? And then he messages back, all through the words with friends messenger app, by the way. It's actually my move. I was like, can we consider that a move, right? And then I said that because, no, we cannot, right? Ladies, think of it from my perspective. It's not a move, right? That is not an a la carte menu, motherfuckers, all right? That shit is pre-fixed. Pussy's your preemie, dick's your segundi. That's a fine dining joke, assholes, okay? <laughs> so, so cut to us actually meeting up for the first time. Cut to us going back to his grandparents' house because that's where he lives. And cut to three episodes of The Simpsons later when shit starts happening, right? And then cut to him making the move. And I'm flipped over and I land having an epiphany on my elbows about an emoji. <laughs> it was like a big old peach just lit up right over my head. And I wasn't, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared mentally for that. I wasn't prepared emotionally for that. I definitely wasn't prepared physically. It was like Middle Earth back there. But guys, guys, I fucking loved it. <laughs> and that guy still sends me pictures of his dick sometimes. So you know what? Now we're words with friends with benefits. All right, that's my story. Uh, am I, more? <laughs> All right. That was excellent. Okay. Sorry. I just did a bit. I was like, right. no, no, perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> okay. Great. Okay. Try puns. Fuck. fuck. <laughs> oh, I hate puns so much. I, I just said words with friends with benefits. Isn't that kind of a pun? Fuck. Can I just go back to that? What do I have a pun? God, I have to have a pun of some sort. I'm in the bay enough with these fucking male comics on Facebook. Like I should have a pun. <laughs> I should have a pun or two. I'm, f I'm, I'm friends with goddamn Chad Opitz, you know, like, fuck, you know, like, this doesn't count as having a pun, is it? I'm just riffing on fucking hating puns. That's a pun, punt, the fuck. What a, I can't even think of a word that rhymes with pun. That's fun. All right. Like, I was like, oh, what is, what is a pun, really? Like, it's just a play on words, right? Right? <sighs> I don't have any of that. All right. Pun, pun, uh, pun, uh, pun. Ugh, I don't want it. Can I do what he did and just puss out? Can I do that? I don't want to. I don't want to. I just repped on Chad. That's <laughs> enough, right? Okay, tapped out. I'm done. That was. I lost the comedy machine. All right, I just lost. Okay, all right. <laughs> Fuck. I'm never coming back to comedy Oakland again. All right, here. All right, what are we doing next? <laughs> um, let's go with clean. I do have a clean. I am clean. I can do clean. What do you guys call a sheep with no legs? A cloud. <laughs> All right. That's not my joke. That's somebody else's joke. <laughs> Don't judge me on that. Um, I have a kid, so I have to be clean, right? I have a kid. Like we, I have to do clean comedy all the time for her, you know, even though she does know what the F word is because I say it. All the fucking time. That's not clean. All right. Uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, have you guys ever? Here's this is like all right. Clean meaning like all right. Well, uh, is weed clean? Can I talk about weed? God, that's me scraping for clean right there. Can I talk about weed? That's clean, right? It's legal. 
Come on, that's clean for California. Well, I'll tell you this observation. I was thinking about, because I'm a tour guide, and I like, you know, when I'm on Haight Street during my lunch, you know, and everybody's on a bicycle. I'm a bicycle tour guide, by the way, and that's respect. And like, and I'm trying to get away from my tour, so I go smoke weed in an alley with all the, you know, the street people, and we have fun, right? And like, hang out. And uh, and this one dude who's like this old fucking hippie, like takes, that's not clean, fun. and then he like takes the hit off this joint. And he's just like, man, weed's so much stronger now than it was back in my day. And I was like, you fucking asshole. You know, like, like first of all, we, like, are you telling me, like, weed is so, like, I need this to survive, okay? Like, if I can take a hit off of this and go to Costco and go to a PTA meeting, and you took one hit in 1967 and decided to run away from home and go dance naked in Golden Gate Park, then yeah, maybe weed's not for you. <laughs> All right, that was not clean. Um, <laughs> failed. God, I'm really not winning the San Francisco International Comedy Competition right now. Fuck. All right. <laughs> Uh, it, should I leave? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you've got 10 minutes. You can do as much material as you like. Oh, wow. All right, cool. Hey, guys. <laughs> um, man, I was thinking about sex recently. Let's talk about that. Because, uh, you know, I, I have been sexting with this guy, and um, and it, it's weird because it's emotional. You know, have you ever sexed with somebody, and it's supposed to be just sexual, but then they'll throw something weird like emotional in there that you don't know how to react to. Like I was telling him, I was like, I really want to gag on your dick. And then he wrote back, I would love that. <laughs> what do I do with that? Like, <laughs> like, oh, maybe he, maybe this isn't just sex. <laughs> and then this is a guy and his dick, I've been showing everybody his dick. His name's Tony. Uh, and he's fine with that. He's the ass eating guy actually from the ass eating joke. Like, uh, and he knows it's fine. He's cool with it. Like he's in a band, whatever. And like he, and he likes the publicity. He's like, oh, you're gonna go talk about my dick on stage. I'm fine with that. And I was like, good, because I keep showing people, you know, like Mark Smalls. I mean, he asked for it. And like, you know, but I like to show my friends because it's beautiful. I don't like this brand of feminism where we are anti-dick. I don't like it. I don't think it's cool to be anti-dick because there are beautiful dicks out there. Some of them aren't, but some of them are beautiful. And I don't think we should like it, it just to be like, hey, the matriarchy's coming. Let's all shit on dicks. They would like that one, like you know, <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> like, but like, like there's some beautiful penises that just need to be seen, not you know, in a in the right setting, not the Louis C.K. setting, you know, like a good setting. <laughs> but like, yeah, like uh, the, the, then like uh, I, I showed my ex Tony's dick, you know, got to show my the guy I made a baby with. I got to show him what I'm working with now, and like, and he looked at it, he was just like, oh my god, this dick is just like my dick. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, it curves a little to the left. Exactly like mine. Same length, same girth. Bulges at the tip, exactly. Similar vein structure. <laughs> I like this guy for you. <laughs> and then talking about Louis C.K. real quick, I was just talking to my friend about uh, about how, like, how upset I am about that guy. You know, like how I'm upset. Because not only is he, ge he's giving a bad name to perverts too because everybody has a friend that likes to pull their dick out for fun like everybody come on like we like my friend chris in in high school but he would go and do it in the bushes like a fucking gentleman you know like 
not like forcing me and like a you know but i feel like this gives me new powers you know like you know what fine let's let's take feminism next i'm gonna corner every man here in a fucking room and talk to you about my feelings for about 45 minutes <laughs> and by the end of it you're gonna be fucked over and if you tell anyone my secrets i'm ruining your career all right like Sam gave money to tarot.com and owns karma coins. Fuck you guys. Nobody gets to know that. <laughs> um, I am really new agey. I am. I have a podcast called New Agey Shit. Not that you guys need to know. But what are you? Aquarius? Not, what are you? No, but like in your astrological self. What's your soul? <laughs> Fuck yeah, you are said like a true Gemini, like an asshole. All right. <laughs> That's pretty much what the thing is. I think it's cool. Like, I mean, I, I do, I have a psychic, but it's like cheap therapy, you know? Like, it's just, you know, I talked to her, to Terry. She goes by Fairy Dust. If you guys go on Facebook and you see anything like by Fairy Dust, that's my psychic. I like her because she makes bold predictions, you know? She told me my daughter is going to be a lawyer for the Navy. That's what she said. <laughs> that's a checkable thing, you know? Like, we just need to wait that out. But I liked that bold it wasn't like she's gonna do something with her hands or some bullshit you know it turns out she wants to be a rapper skateboarder so we're like that's where we're at right now she did tell me she wants to be a rapper recently which is cool because i don't know we're very white and i don't know where she got <laughs> i was like we listen to a lot of Joni mitchell but i'm glad we go to that school in berkeley man like <laughs> but um oh man what else i'll leave you with something fucking funny hopefully uh talked about weed we talked about i have had a lot of weird sex recently like surprising which i thought was hard to do you know like i thought i reached a certain level of sex at this point like i was like a gandalf of sex like wizened you know not a slut but like a sound trail horse sexually like you can put a gun over my head and shoot i don't spook i don't I don't. And I like guys do that to me too. You know, like I don't I like Warhorse. I've been in those trenches. I've seen some shit in those sheets. So if you're doing something that's surprising me, it's very fucking weird, right? Okay, let me take you there. So this guy's on top of me and he's penetrating too too much eye contact. Alright, I'm gonna back up. Alright, that, that was I was like gonna leap right on top of you. But he's not alright, so be with me though. He's on top of me, he's penetrating me. I'm on the bottom. I look great. And like <laughs> I swear to God, and he did this shit without even stopping. When he stopped, he just like kept going at it. And then he just looked at me in the eyes and he said, we should do this again sometime. <laughs> and that's how I feel about right now. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Samantha Gillade, everybody. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight, especially to the folks who stuck around. Please remember to donate uh, dues to Mutiny Radio to help us keep the lights on and keep Pam from going totally insane. And uh, we will be back uh, next week with uh, Capital doing the thing. No, not next week. The week after. What happens next week? Oh, there's a book party. Oh, okay. Well, I hope it's a good book. Anyway, this has been Friends of Mutiny. Take care, peace, love, and fluffy bunnies.
of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz, live DJs Thursday, parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including. Where's the theme? Uh, hey, hey. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're... Well, they're chosen by you. Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. A sketch show. We are so... We are so excited. Uh, <laughs> hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. How are you? Good. This is L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, which is where you can find us on the RSS feed if you're looking for a new podcast. We are also broadcasting live on MutinyRadio.fm, as we do every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Wow. What do you- 
and it's spelled right on the flyer. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Our, our new flyer is out, and we are actually listed as L-W-A-F-L-M-O-T-Y <laughs> really? with oh, Michael geez. Spiegelman as P-E-I-G-E. Last year, it was... Uh, S-P-I-G-A-G-O-L-E. I'm going to close the door. Spiegel, doesn't anybody speak German? It's like mirror. Spiegel! I E is the E sound in German. Dunkopf! They're dumb coughs. Anyway, but it's all right. It's a really sweet flyer, so you should check it out. And you should go to miniradio.fm and check out the website there. Uh, we also have... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was a dumb cough. Oh, you're, that was a dumb cough. Oh, you and your German humor. <laughs> We, uh, you can find us on uh, Facebook, Let's Watch Full Length Movie on YouTube, Blogspot, Let's Watch Full Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. And we're also with our acronym on Twitter, YouTube, and uh, Twitch, which we will be broadcasting live on Twitch. Wow, that's great news. That's great news, isn't it? I just thought yeah. of it. Well, but we should Twitch. do it. Twitch. Mm-hmm. Which Twitch? Oh, God. Yeah, we'll be ready for them. So what we do here on the show is we watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Uh, my name is Mike Spiegelman. I'm here in San Francisco. Keeping safe. I hope everyone else is. And also we have Carl on the line uh, from New Jersey. Comedian Carl. Yes, good evening. And uh, I am at afternoon for you. But I am on the East Coast, but not Jersey. I am actually talking to you in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Nice. There's a weird buzz oh, on that phone. I have a weird buzz. Uh, oh, cool. So you're calling from Virginia, but it's still East Coast time as our show starts Correct. at 5 p.m. East Coast time. So, Carl. Bingo. I think we uh, promoted the show. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can catch us again. What is the movie we're watching today? Today we are watching Hot Dog, the movie. Not Hamburger. We've done that. Hot Dog, the movie. We have done Hamburger, the movie. This was the movie beforehand. Hamburger yeah. the Movie was directed and written by the writer of Hot Dog the Movie. I don't know about that anymore. The guy's name is Mike Marvin. Is that the writer of Hot Dog? I guess. Uh, hamburger, Hamburger? I Well, we'll, we'll find out. It's on our blog spot uh, for more information, as okay. well as our Twitter. So, okay, so uh, the movie's called Hot Dog the Movie. How can people find it? Who's hosting it on, uh, on YouTube? Okay, so... I simply typed in Hot Dog the Movie, no year. It is the year 1983, if you care to do that. It's, what came up was Hot Dog the Movie SD, and it's a, it's a Polish, I don't know, it's Polish Dar- hot dog. Oslaw, All right. A-A-R-O-S-L-A-W. Oh, and that's nice. He ends with the word Poland. They indicate that he is from Poland. Yes. All right, so He's go- a Podkarpaki uh, Polska. Oh, boy. So what we're going to do is we're going to watch this movie on YouTube uh, to experience the full concept of this two-hour podcast. Watch the movie and listen to us at the same time. You know what? Or, you know, tune us out and listen to the movie or tune the movie out and watch us. Listen to us. (laughs) doesn't matter. Just follow our feed. Just join us. All right. So uh, we are here. I got the. Uh, I went to Hot Dog the movie. I am. I pit paused and it's at zero zero. We're gonna have Paul Brumbaugh from the podcast Edge of Insanity, one of our show, the show right that precedes us. If you're listening live, to do the countdown, go ahead and uh, get the mic up and do it. All right, guys. I know. All right, get the mic up. Yeah, feeds. Get the mic up. All right, here we go, guys. Get your finger hovering over that play button in three, two. One, go. All right. Thank you, Paul. Ah. Thank you, Paul, for that. 
Thank this, you, Paul. This film has no problem. Hi, Carl. Hi. One, two, ready to do. Carl, is this Lion. the TV edit version? Is there going to be tits or no? I don't know because. Oh, okay. But it said it was modified. Uh, yeah, it was modified to fit your screen because usually they play it on uh, a movie screen and if, you know, if it's got to fit onto a little YouTube thing now. So they modified. Yeah, now it's the same thing. All right, here we are. Yeah. Is he the good guy or the bad guy? Oh, he's our hero. He's the good guy. Harkin. He, he's not. He's a slob or a snob in this movie? He is a... He's an innocent boy who's going to California to be in a ski contest, and he is very talented. His name's Patrick Hauser in real life, but he's Harkin Banks. Harkin, Harkin Banks. Banks. Oh, it Harkin's yeah. Banks to the days when we used we to ski. Harkin Banks. Way back when. Oh, Harkin Banks. He was in two other movies, and he was in this short lived TV show called The Outlaws, or Outlaws. But really, today, he's a he's an author. He oh. writes. Um, nice jump. Fathers to Be Handbook and a Roadmap for the Tradition Transition to Fatherhood. He's a he's an author now. I wish I knew that beforehand. I would have read his book. It's a little late for us both. Yeah. Well, maybe we could go, that's so Hudson. Or I don't know, I, Hudson, <laughs> Harkin Bank to a different that's age. Harkin back to your book. Harkin yeah. Bank. It's a very strict upbringing. It Harkin back to the old days. <laughs> so we're watching a man ski and we're listening to a... Would you be jealous if, if you were at the studio and a band next to you was jamming like this? Are you... Okay, so I don't hear well the, the you, you have a band playing on your side? Yeah, I do. Oh. Do, 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 do. It's playing in the background in case we want to get sued. Here, I turned it off. But it's one of those inspirational 80s songs. Well, you know, this, this movie, this prototype of a ski competition, it's based on Caddyshack, right? The snobs versus the no, slobs. No, 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 no. It's based on this guy, uh, this guy's life. Um, he, he he was okay. His name's Mike Marvin, and he grew up in this town where we're gonna where the movie will take place. He was a skier, but and he was on all you know he's on the circuit. He was a professional skier, but he also made skiing movies, and that led him to Hollywood. Because he skied there by mistake. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> His skis were making that. <laughs> People were yelling, get off the intersection of Hollywood and Vine! <laughs> oh, I think I'm in Hollywood. He must be Polish. He's got the ski on the, uh, on the end. You know, I had a Polish friend go into, uh, he went, was in a store and he said, excuse me, I like a bologna sandwich with uh, pickles and mayonnaise. And the guy said, are you Polish? He goes, why? Because I like bologna with pickles and mayonnaise? He said, no, this is a dry cleaner's. <laughs> uh, you told me that joke a year ago. <laughs> I turned it into a Polish joke. How about that? There you go. Yeah, you turned it into, and that's appropriate for what we're seeing right now, because it involves skis, lots of. A lot of skiing. Yeah, I mean, it's not. He's not Polish, but he does grab poles by the neck. So this is his commute to um, California, to Squaw Valley, California, which Sweet. was the location of 1960s. Olympics, Winter Olympics. Good old school, but now by the '80s, it's a shattered remains. Right. Hobos. Stuff like movies. Yeah. yeah. 
the syphilis from the Olympic Village alone <laughs> wiped out a generation of... Uh, right. right. And it's dying out now. It's, it's so old, they're down to like two people with it left. Wow. And killing that. So this is our heroine. Okay. All right. And she just and scattered all her cassette tapes are like just all on the ground. She's not going to be able to listen to them again. Yeah. So the cases are out. Scatter. Mm-hmm. God, Thank her God they weren't vinyl. Sunny. Okay. Because it's a snow it's on movie. On her way to um, San Francisco. So she got kicked out of a car. So she, she just sort of blew off Harkin. Oh, I see. So that's, this this guy will never be seen again, or is this Harkin? This is Harkin, and then she's going to go, look, buddy, where are you going? She really sounds like um, Chatterbox. How about you? San Francisco. You remember Chatterbox? Want a ride? Chatterbox? What is that? That's our uh, review of the talking vagina. Oh, Chatterbox. Yeah, oh, my God. The the, the, (laughs) the musical about a singing vagina and the the vagina, Virginia. When I first heard her voice. Right, perfect. Sounds like Sunny here in this movie. Yeah, now today she's a news person. She's a CBS correspondent. Oh, the actress. Uh, yeah, CBS News Sunday morning reports for evening, CBS Evening News with Scott Pelley, 48 hours. So she must get teased. Perfect person to host this show. Everybody, put your hands together for Justin Lockwood! Keep it going for Pam! Thank you all so much for coming out. It's the last show of the night. Make some noise! We're smoking weed indoors. Yeah! A little bit of a surprise just to start the evening off. Uh, This is actually an intervention. You all need help. It's the only way we could do it. This is amazing. Thank you all for coming out to Weed is Legal here at the Mutiny Comedy Festival in San Francisco. We're smoking weed inside. It's a shitty thing that this is a radio show. We need some. (laughs) Doesn't translate over the airwaves. Everybody who's listening, you have no idea what this room of misfits looks like. (laughs) Um... It's true. Uh, I was raised on a uh, on a working pot farm in the uh, 80s up in Mendocino by hippie parents. My parents are, yes, give it up for my mom and dad, sure. Uh, my mom and dad are real hippies, like authentic 70s hippies. If you want to know what my dad looks like today, just think to yourself, hey, what would it look like if the guy from the Zigzag Papers and Gandalf had a love child? That's what my dad looks like. Still here. Uh, let's see. I feel like we're two months into this year. We're two months into weed being legal. And I feel like we're already running out of things to infuse it with. <laughs> I feel I feel like we've gone through the, the food, the drinks, the candy, the lotion. I feel like we're running out of shit. My girlfriend and I recently tried weed lube. Anybody else, adventurous lovers? No, just me? That's fine, guys. I'll do this by myself. We tried some, that shit is strong. We tried just a little bit, didn't even end up having sex. Uh, her vagina would not stop talking about this dream it had. Um, super annoying. Got the munchies, I just fed it potato chips all night, it sucked. It's awful. Um, 
Yeah. Costco just announced they're going to start selling weed. No, that's true. They are. <laughs> and it it really it really begs the question, you guys. Um, how much weed do you really need at one time? <laughs> I mean, look, I don't want to get all judgy on anybody here, but like if you're buying weed and somebody offers to, I don't know, like help you to your car, maybe that's too much weed. <laughs> Here's what I really want to know. What I really want to know is um, what is that sample table going to look like? Excuse me, excuse me, sir, sir, sir. Hi, hi, how are you today? Hi. Would you like to try some Kirkland Kush? You want to hit this? It's good stuff. Can you imagine being stoned in Costco? I would lose my fucking mind. I feel like it would be cool at the time, but I feel like I would get home later, sober up, look around at everything I had bought, like, oh, fuck. Okay, 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 the, uh, the 40 pounds of pretzels makes perfect sense, but why do I have a wetsuit and six gallons of mayonnaise? What was my plan here? My mom and dad are very upset about weed being legal, but like uh, as Pam said, that's because they've been selling weed for 40 years and they just don't like competition, you guys. They just don't. Uh, my mom and dad have sold weed my entire life uh, since I was a baby. Uh, I know that for a fact because my birth certificate lists my weight in grams. Um, it's true. It's a, it's a beautiful document, you guys. It really is. It's just, uh, it's just my name, uh, my two little footprints, and my street value. Uh, I was a big baby. I was born at home. It was the only scale they had. It's a true story. Uh, my mom and dad sent my brothers and I to Waldorf School. Uh, if you're not familiar with Waldorf School, that's okay. Uh, it's an alternative school. Uh, it's a hippie school. It's also not really a school. Um, I mean, fine, like, sure, like, technically it's a school, but it's, like, the kind of school where you can answer a math question with interpretive dance. It's one of those schools, like, I can barely spell or do even basic arithmetic, but, oh, my God, can I play the recorder. I mean, I fucking own hot cross buns, okay? I fucking own it. I don't really know how money works, but I can make a dream catcher out of pipe cleaners and dental floss, so I'm killing it. I feel like I lost some of you on that one. <laughs> anybody, else, uh, anybody else have kids? Yeah? Yeah, just one other sad person? All right, good. Everybody else made better life choices. That's cool. That's great. I, uh, I know some parents that can smoke around their kids. I cannot. I have a seven-year-old boy, uh, and if I smoke around my son, he just fucks with me nonstop. I'll get, like, really, really high, and then he'll look at me and say, like, Dog, do trees have dreams? I don't know, Shiloh. Fuck! <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't sleep for, like, three days on that one. It's too stressful. Hanging out with a seven-year-old boy is like hanging out with a just really loud, emotionally unstable hobo. It's, he's just little and sticky and he stinks. I spend most of my time just chasing him around while he screams like, I want a drink! I want to ride the train! I'm sad and I don't know why! <laughs> I, uh, I live in Berkeley now with my son. Anybody else? Berkeley? 
Thank fucking God. That place has gotten super uptight, guys. Really, really uptight. Every joke that has ever been made about Berkeley is actually the God's honest truth. Berkeley is just a coven of angry lesbians that are all raising their adopted pets to be transgendered vegans. Like, I love it, but it's true. My son's name is uh, Shiloh, which is a very straightforward name for us Jews. Uh, some of the names of the other kids in my son's class, though, have gotten entirely out of hand, like a Berkeley school is the only place you'll hear an announcement that goes, <laughs> pardon the interruption, namaste, please report to the principal's office, namaste. <laughs> Resist, your mother's here to get you. Resist, your mom's here. <laughs> okay, so those two are made up, but this is true. This year, <laughs> my son's desk buddy, like the little kid that sits next to him all year, his name is Kale, K-A-L-E. And don't get, no, Kale is a very, very sweet young man. Very nice little boy, I like him a lot. But I feel super bad for Kale uh, because Kale is going to grow up to be a man one day and uh, nobody wants to fuck Kale. Just nobody. Nobody wants to yell the words, yeah, give it to me, Kale. You're an animal, Kale. Don't stop, Kale. Hippie parents have got to stop naming their children unfuckable names. It needs to stop. No more feather, no more river. I'm pretty sure Kale's little sister is named Arugula. We need to end this shit. It's tough being a parent here in the Bay Area. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure it's tough everywhere, but you know. Jesus, I am getting high just standing up here. I don't know if I'm going to get through this set without needing a taco or something. It's, uh, it's tough being a parent here in the Bay Area. Most of my friends work at like big companies in the city. I don't work at one of those companies. Sometimes we go out, I feel left out of the conversation. I've come up with a solution though. Uh, I just never ever refer to my son as my son. Uh, I only refer to him as my startup. Um, <laughs> not going great guys, it's really not. It's been seven years, still hasn't turned to profit. Um, you know, ever since I started him with my now ex-co-founder, I, uh, I kind of feel like I'm just dumping money into this thing, and so far the only thing it's developed is like a real attitude problem. <laughs> this is not the joke for this crowd. I have misjudged <laughs> this moment. It's tough. I have nothing to fall back on as a parent either. I have, I'm a very different parent than my parents. When your parents, when you grow up like I did and your parents sell weed, like it makes it very difficult for them to punish you in any kind of way, like whatsoever. It's just, you know, Justin, you better get those grades up or you're grounded. Okay, dad, I'll work on, wait a second. Are you still breaking federal law, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm fine. I think I'm good. All right, let's see. What do I want to close on here? I feel like uh, I feel like we've gone to know each other a little bit. Let's get personal. Let's get down to it, guys. Should we do it? Should we do it? Let's do it. Has anybody here ever discovered that they have a sexual fetish by accident? Don't make it complicated, guys. It could be anything at all. Okay, keep it simple. You could be um, I don't know. You could be you could be eating ice cream. Some falls in your lap and you get a boner. Okay, it could be that easy. I know you might be thinking right now, Justin, that's a weird example, but there's at least two guys here right now who are like, I'm gonna try that later. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I discovered one recently. Uh, I was having sex with a girlfriend, like we do, 
she was on top but facing away from me, uh, a position that other people might recognize as the one where I pretend you're somebody else. <laughs> She's on top facing away from me. All of a sudden, she sees her dog in the living room doing something she doesn't like, and she starts yelling, no, bad boy, bad, bad, bad boy. And then I come instantly. <laughs> Woo! Really caught me off guard, guys. Really took me by surprise. Even talking about it with you right now, I'm a little excited. It, uh, and the thing is, like, I don't want to talk with her about it. Like, I'm too embarrassed. Like, I don't want to own that one. I don't want to own up to that. Uh, I am teaching the dog to piss on the rug, but I don't want to talk with her about it. Um, which is weird, too, because, like, between the two of us, she is clearly the kinky one. Like, clearly, like, really kinky. Like, the kind of, like the kind of kinky where it's almost stressful. Has that ever happened to anybody else? Have you ever been in a relationship with somebody where, like, if you were in bed together and you couldn't see their hands, you didn't feel safe? Anybody else? Anybody else had a partner where you had to put bubble wrap down on the floor so they couldn't sneak up on you? It's like that. <laughs> All right, guys, we have an amazing lineup of comics tonight. Oh, thank you so much, because I wasn't going to remember anybody's name. I am... <laughs> I mean, that's par for this show, right? I mean, if I don't have a piece of paper at this point, Jesus Christ, I am baked. <laughs> I have this weird fear that somehow my seven-year-old son is at home listening to this. <laughs> Go to sleep, Shiloh. Um, I don't know if anybody else has ever uh, had their child uh, find their weed brownie in the refrigerator either, but that's a hard one to talk a seven-year-old out of. No, Shiloh, you can't have that brownie. It has medicine in it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you telling me I can get my medicine via brownie? <laughs> I've been getting shots like an asshole over here. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're curing everything with brownies, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I love it when he swears. I really do. It's so <laughs> The other day he looked at me and he said, you know, Dad, nobody speak, nobody get choked. And I was like, I'm a great dad. <laughs> I, I am killing this parent thing. I wish that wasn't true. All right. Our first comic coming here to the stage. I don't know anything about any of the comics on the show tonight, and that makes it fun for me. Give a big, warm welcome to Brian Bixby. Thank you. Thank you. Give it up for your host. All right. It's my first time, first time smoking weed on stage. This feels good. Feels nice. I don't remember any of my jokes, so that'll go well, right? They say, uh, people say weed, smoking weed kills your ambition. But, you know, I've gone periods without smoking weed, and um, I'm just fucking lazy. Like, that's, I just found the companion. Ever spend a whole week on the couch just because you bought too much weed? Like... You just lay there for a week like you have mono, but you totally don't, like. <laughs> so you just lay there, and by Saturday, you're just surrounded in empty wrappers and bottles of urine, like, yeah. Couch cushions just smell like beer farts and bong water, you ever? It's great. I think, uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good that weed is legal now, because... The worst part about weed it was always waiting for the weed guy. Like, the guy who would take one full business day to return your calls. Like, that, like I have less patience for a weed guy than I do for an ambulance. Like, 
if I'm bleeding out, I don't know. Weed is uh, weed is weed is good. Uh, getting high is. I, I think it's better than drinking. Like it's better, it's better for you. It's uh, it's safer. You don't do stupid shit. Like they don't have a weed that's like, oh man, this shit right here, this shit will make you steal a lawnmower. Like <laughs> ride it around. It's good. Uh, we uh, like stoners. We we never get naked and run around at a party. Like, uh, but I have been known to strip down for some sloppy joes, like, <laughs> occasionally. We don't really, like,